welcome to the latest episode of The Rewind, where we rewind the latest in entertainment and pop culture news. Thank you for joining us. I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. And Tammy, Tammy, Tammy. So this week, there is a lot, as usual, to get to. So um, I'm not going to delay it. Um, first of all, I want to send out a rest in peace to Naomi Judd of The Judge. Um did you hear about her passing? Uh, I did. I just read the um, the headline this morning. I'll be honest, yeah. I didn't read the story, but I did read the headline and I know who she is. Yeah, um, she died of undisclosed uh, of an undisclosed illness or uh, cause. So um, just rest in peace to her and um, thoughts. It sounds so hollow saying this now, but it's in all sincerity, thoughts, prayers and condolences to her family, her friends and her fans. Um, for the judge um so did you also hear Tammy I'm so sad I don't know if I'm sad I don't know how to feel about it but Justin Lin just walked off as the director of the Fast and the Furious 10 with and they were already started production and filming it was like about a couple weeks into it and they say something went down between him and Ben Diesel um so the the search for new directors costing them almost a million dollars a day Wait, 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 Like, he walked off and ain't coming back? Like, chunk the deuce, like, deuce bitches. Oh, shit. And, and, and it's not like he's just, it's like he's been a part of the franchise since five. And I know he did five, which we, which most people think is really the reboot and the start of the series. No, it's the Tokyo Drift, right? Isn't that where he came in, or no? No, I don't know if he did Tokyo Drift, um, I know that he really got on board with five. He's done five of the movies. And um, and then I know that he left for, he didn't do one of them. And there was word that he was done with the series. And I think back then there were rumors about him and Vin Diesel not necessarily seeing eye to eye or Vin Diesel being too much of a diva. And so then they got him to come back. Um, and he was supposed to do the last two movies, 10 and 11. Um, he's still, from what I understand, staying on as producer. He wrote the script for 10, but then he said creative differences. And I'm like, dude, creative differences two weeks into filming. So, uh, you know, word on the street is that Diesel was being a diva. And um, so, yeah, they're looking for a new director as we speak. And um, the movie is set to premiere a year, pretty much a year in the, a year to the day. Um, in May 2013, I mean, May 2023. So um, they haven't pushed back the release date yet. So we'll see how that goes, what goes and who they can find to replace. And if they have to go back and redo the two weeks of filming that they've already done. But so far, they're keeping everybody under contract because they have like Helen Mirren, um, Jason Momoa, uh, of course, the regular uh, cast, but there's some other people who had joined too, so they're trying to keep them all under contract and get it done so they don't have to let them go, but you know, so, um, yeah. Whatever went down, it had to be big for him to just chunk the juice and be like, I'm out. No explanation or nothing, like, I'm done. <laughs> well, rest in peace to that franchise. <clears throat> it has two more to go. Mm. I mean, it's over and done with. Like that—that that is the whole. And maybe that's why he acts like a diva because that is his whole entire career. Like Vin Diesel's whole entire career is <clears throat> this movie series. Well, you know he does. He sings too. <laughs> Let me stop. And why are you being petty? <laughs> why are you being petty, Eddie? Um. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, he has the triple X movies, but I know what you're saying. I, I, I'm being silly, but yeah. So, and maybe because, you know, he is a big wig in that series, but it's like, dude, outside of that series, you know, I don't know. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, I, but I'm a, I'm still a huge fan of the, of the Fast and Furious franchise. I know you're not. Um, it, it's just like... It almost ranks up there with Jason Statham as my guilty pleasure. You know, Statham is my dude. Like, anything Jason Statham is in, I don't care. I, I know what it's going to be, but I love me some Jason Statham. And Still so, be there for y'all. 
I ride or die for Jason Statham. That's my man. That's like my guilty pleasure. I love I love his movies. That's just it. Um, I know it's not Oscar or award-winning stuff, but I, I love it. And the same thing with this. It's just mindless guilty pleasure. I know it gets more and more ridiculous with each movie, but um, I am looking forward to the end of it. And so I, I really do hope that they can go out the way they want to with 10 and 11. Um, so, gosh, this next one. What do you think about Twitter selling out to Elon Musk? <clears throat> money makes the world go round God I know I hated it I held out hope originally when they originally turned down his offer I'm like yes 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 then he and offered them more then I was like fuck and and he it's like dude he's buying it because of quote unquote free speech but no basically you're tired of people bullying you or talking about you on Twitter and he so, wants to hold those people accountable, but or he wants to punish those people, but he's still it, it's just gonna open up the doors to going back to when you could bully people on Twitter and you could say whatever you want, you could spread lies on Twitter and then just claim free speech and and that was it. So it's just um the certain people not liking the fact that this is a private company and not the government and so they have a right to actually force you to follow their rules and um that's ultimately what it is that's why it's celebrated by um right-wing um commentators and liars who are spreading so much misinformation and have gotten kicked off of twitter and they're like super excited about being back and yeah i mean twitter's gonna go down the toilet like somebody else needs to just invent something else yeah, because, you know, it, and, and I, I did like it. It seemed like, you know, over the last few years, they had learned from Facebook's missteps and misdeeds, and there was, a, there was less bullying. There was still a lot. And, I mean, there was still, you know, still social media, and you're going to find it, but it seemed like it was less and less. Like, it had become less toxic, or maybe just because I curate what I follow so much that I really don't get into all of that. So, I don't know. But, um you know, when it, it, it's just disappointing. And I, I, I can, once he fully gets control of it, I can just see it going to hell in a handbasket really, really quickly. Um, you know, he's already, he's already talking about trying to charge people for different levels and different ac- access to different things. And I'm like, dude, really? So. If that yeah. is the case, it, Twitter is going to go like Facebook is. I don't go on my account anymore. Um, I don't post anymore on Facebook and that's how, granted, I don't really post that much on Twitter because I'm not a social media person, but um, (laughs) hilarious being on a podcast, but um, (laughs) I um, like, I do like the people that I follow. I'm very, very particular about the people that I follow and it is one way to get like, you know, um, different opinions on certain events, um, major events and um, things that are going on in the world and that's just one more thing that is going to be taken away where you know you can pick and choose and nope, I don't know, it, it's it's just I'm not excited about it. I'm not either, like this, you know you have this thin-skinned billionaire who treats people like shit, he is really a horrible, horrible person. Um you know, from the way he treats his Tesla employees, all the lawsuits, the discrimination lawsuits that he's had filed against him at Tesla, um, just to everything. He's just a horrible, horrible human being. And, um, you know, one of those who thinks that money buys, and obviously, I guess in this case it does, but I, I really was holding out hope that they would not sell out to him. And I am really interested to see just how badly he fucks this up because you know people are saying that he has no idea what he's doing um and i don't know like twitter has a board now but they're saying that he wants to take it totally private so i don't know what he'll do um he's already had to dump like almost 10 billion dollars in tesla stock to get the money for this so maybe lo and behold you know because when people hear richest man in the world and they hear like $250 billion, it's not, it's not like he has that just sitting in cash. That's what he's worth through different investments and in companies and all that kind of stuff. So him still raising 
$50 billion, which is about a quarter of his wealth or a fifth of his wealth um, to buy a company just because you're tired of people uh, calling you out for your bullshit on it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. I think that's just ridiculous. So you, you want free speech for yourself and your cronies, but you don't want to give it to anybody else. And so instead of just being a better person, you just want to do some, you want to do this, you want to pull the ultimate flex or power move. It's ridiculous, but you know, whatever. Um, I, I don't know. Anyway, Speaking of that, um, we were just talking about this. I heard you you said you went and watched the new Fantastic Beats. Did you like it? No. <laughs> I told you, like, it was it was boring. I I am a huge fan of Harry Potter, Ravenclaw all the way. And um so of course I'm definitely going to watch all of the new movies that are attached to the Harry Potter world. But um, it was boring. Like, it wasn't exciting enough. Um, There wasn't enough, like, I guess, action and intrigue. Like, it just didn't keep you engaged. Like, I was just watching it because, rather than, like, enjoying it. Um, So, yeah, I would say you can just wait until it comes on, on one of the premium channels on TV. You don't have to pay to go see it in theater. That's just my opinion. And then, like, my vain opinion of the person who replaced Johnny Depp, like, yeah, no, I wasn't about that life. Uh, well, you know, Mads Michelson made it. It was a big deal that he replaced Johnny Depp, and we know the reason that he replaced Johnny Depp was because of all the drama between him and his ex-wife, Amber Heard. And their dueling defamation suit, not the one that he lost in Great Britain. I don't understand. I, I still never really understood the ins and outs of that suit. Um, I think it had to do with the British tabloid um, running with his story um, or running with her story and calling him an abuser. So I think that's what that case was about. But I know the one here is that they both filed defamation suits, counter defamation suits against each other. And um she is taking and she is taking a big L from what I've seen in this case. And I know you've always been uh anti herd. <laughs> uh, I just and, see her as a liar. Yeah. And it, it's hard. Like you want to be pro woman sometimes because we don't get enough. It, it's hard. You want to be pro-woman. You want to believe women because we, when we do tell the truth, and most of the times we are telling the truth, we do not get that support. We do not get anyone to believe us. But in this case, it is really, really hard. Um, hard to believe. It, it was just hard. And even um, so some of the highlights from the case, have you been keeping up with it? Um, No, not really. Um, Just because it just seems like a, it, it just seems like they're doing a tit for tat. Like neither one of them wants to, I guess, let go. So no, I haven't. I don't have the energy for it. My bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I, I I am with I'm with you. I haven't been keeping up with it like daily, but I I've seen I've seen the highlights and from what I've seen, um, it's not that he doesn't want to let go of her. I get the feeling that he really, really loved her. He walked away from a 20 plus year relationship with Vanessa Purity's, the mother of his children to be with her. Um, I get that it was intense. I even will say that they had a, that it was pretty, it was toxic and dysfunctional. I I can agree with that. And they probably did both did some emotionally and and mentally abusive shit to each other. But, um, she, the ACLU, the thing that got me is the thing that really got it started is when they were going through their divorce, right? Mm-hmm. The ACL, she wrote that story. Um, she wrote that that op-ed about abuse. And so um, she didn't, quote unquote, she didn't name names, but everyone knew who you were talking about because you had just ended your relationship. It was already in the news that your marriage to Johnny Depp was ending. So um, basically the ACLU testified that this, the timing of it was meant, that the way they read the timing of her op-ed 
and the way she went about it to carefully not name names and all of that kind of stuff to try to play that role. Um, they said it was done with to coincide with promotion, promoting her, promoting Aquaman and all of that. So you just get a lot of that coming from people. Her, her former assistant dogged her out, just said she was a horrible employee, a horrible person, um, that she, you know, she never saw him abuse her that she was the abusive one. Um, it, it's just been like, wow. Um, the funny part, though, was that the doorman where they used to live, you know, a lot of people are still testifying via Zoom and stuff like that, COVID, just different reasons. Girl, they got him in the car vaping. <laughs> like, the he actually, yes, he was. He was like he was actually vaping on camera while he was testifying. Oh my gosh, are you serious? Yes, that shit was hilarious. And he basically—I don't know if it went in her favor or against her—but he basically called her a head case, and just it was—it was just a lot. It's just been a lot. So most of the testimony that has come out has not been in her favor. Um, you know. So, and speaking of which, uh, going back to the former, you know, right after she and Depp separated, she was dating Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. And when they broke up, she was trying to say that he was crazy and he was stalking her and that he trapped her car, that he had trackers in her car and he was really possessive. And I'm not saying that's not true because, like I said, you know, Elon Musk's ex wife has some pretty intense things to say about him as well. So I don't know. I'm not saying that's either here, neither here nor there. But, um, you know, it, it. so I guess he's supposed to testify on her behalf or something. Um, James Franco is supposed to testify on her behalf. And I'm like, really, you want James Franco to come testify on your behalf? OK. James Franco? Yeah. The pedophile? <laughs> wow. That's how we refer to him now. Um, yeah. Okay. The actor, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 My bad. You know, I have to clarify. I have to make sure I knew who you're talking about. My bad. <laughs> I don't know if it was pedophilia. I know it, it was... wasn't. It wasn't. I was just. <laughs> I was throwing shade. My bad. <laughs> yeah. It's like he, he had some sex assault ch- charges, which I think he settled and he had to do like go to sex camp. I forgot how he settled his shit, but yeah. Him. So it's like you already have some of the not best character witnesses coming to testify for you. Yeah, so I don't know. It, it's just interesting to see. And the thing that he's fighting for, he he wants his reputation and his career back. And I don't know, regardless of the outcome, I don't know if it will ever, if he, Hollywood, I don't know. Hollywood's a fairly forgiving place. So regardless of the outcome, if he wins, do you think he would be able to get his reputation back? Mel Gibson did. I know. Woody Allen has. And I'm not saying reputation. I'm not saying that forgiving. But I will say that um, I will say that even if everybody has not been very forgiving, they still have a successful career. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, like I said, it's a mixed bag. I think it was just, I, I do think she, I think they were toxic and abusive to each other. The physical abuse, I don't know. I, I'm, 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 I don't know if he ever hit her or not. I'm not saying he did. I'm not saying he didn't. I think it was just toxic and dysfunctional all the way around. Um, I think she's also played, tried to play that up into her advantage and play like she was the absolute victim in all of this. Um, when the more and more that comes out, it seems like she was the instigator in all of this. Um, like even her own people have been like, you know, she, she, she doesn't know how to function without that level of drama Um so it, it, it's just cra- it's crazy. Um, it's a lot. It, it, it is a lot to take in. So we'll see what happens um, in her case, um, in that case. And we'll see if he'll ever be able to reclaim um, 
his throne as one of Hollywood's most bankable leading men. Yeah, um, you know. you go, I, I think that if he plays it smart, you do some indie films, um, you maybe do a limited series, um, a limited TV series on, you know, a streaming service or like HBO Max or something like that, Apple Plus. <clears throat> Give it, give it some time. So he needs to wait at least a year. It's kind of like the Will Smith method as well. Wait at least a year. Okay, take a chill. All right, go into the background. Come back doing some indie stuff, um, some independent stuff, and then your the momentum will still build because everybody will remember um, the success of Johnny Depp before all of this drama with Amber Heard happened. Um, so I, I do think that he can build back his career if he is smart. But at the same time, he did also lose millions of dollars and didn't even know where it went. So I don't know how well he can follow this plan. But if he did, it has worked for so many other people. I truly believe it can work for Johnny Depp. Yeah, the millions of dollars is probably because he was too drunk or high to actually pay attention. And exactly. You know. yeah. um, so like I said, no, no one in this situation is completely blameless. We'll see how it works out. And I know you're you're a fan of having her removed from the Aquaman series, which is not going to happen. And I'm just no. going to have to accept that. At least Jason Momoa was there. <laughs> um. So yeah, we'll see. Um. All of that is fit for late nights, and um. I'm sure they will have their things. Uh. One of your favorites. Do you watch late night TV? I I watch clips, um, but I really like my one person, my one go-to person for late night TV um, is if it's not like uh, uh, Trevor Noah or John Oliver, um, I like, oh my God, Myers. Oh my God. Why did Seth I, Myers? Yes. I was about to say, why did I just blank on his first name? I like Seth Myers. Um, I am a fan of his show. I like like the closer look um, series that he has on his show so um, he's the one person that I've stayed up with uh, through this whole entire time and I really became a fan of his um, during COVID and how he was still recording while in his house in his attic it was hilarious um, but yeah but everybody else uh, I, I see clips but I'm not like continuously watching them yeah, um, I record some of the late night stuff, and I, but me, I'm with you. I'll mostly go back and clip it on YouTube and watch the monologues, um, or if there's a performance I want to see, or just someone in particular, like some particular interview or some particular guest. But um, I love, I love Colbert. Um, I really do love Colbert. He has some really, really smart commentary. And one of his producers is going to be the new head of CNN um, after Zucker was, you know, relieved during his scandal. So um, maybe we'll get that fair and balanced CNN back. We'll see what happens, how that's going to go. <laughs> was that a laugh? Were you snickering? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I apologize. You think you think I'm being too too. Well, you know, speaking of CNN, it's like, dude, what the fuck? Well, I guess it was because of the Warner Brother, the Warner Media takeover, right? But, you know, they invested all that money into CNN Plus just to shut it down after two weeks. Because nobody fucking cares about it. So I was like, damn, you paid all that money for all that talent. And then so, you know, to try to to try to save it. And, and and here's the thing, it's like, okay, even even when the merger was they were talking about it, Warner Media knew they even invested some of the money into CNN Plus. So I'm like, you shut it down after two weeks? Wow. So um, yeah, that that's kind of sad. But anyway, the whole reason for that is you heard um James Corden is ending his show after next year. So this is his final season um and so the summer of 2023 James Corden I guess much to Army's delight will be no more um I'm sure the late late show will still go on it's just he will no longer be the host you think they'll finally have a woman well not for that show because they're going to replace him with a man but usually it's the person who's the one is he is he the second or the first he's the second there was another British guy I forgot the British guy who was 
um, who did that. I remember you talking about. I, I, yeah, I do remember who you're talking about. But um, because you know that I've always waited for that. Like, let's yeah. get a woman, or or let's get a person of color. Yes. Like, we haven't had a person of color host a primetime late night show since the Arsenio Hall show. Um, and that was it. Everyone hated the Arsenio Hall show because it was so cool. And he got all the guests, and you know, and it, it was like black people had a place to go and talk about their stuff, even, you know, just besides the main five that they deem are cool at the time, you know. So it, it it was just like, yeah. So I would love for that. Um, a woman, a person of color, or and or a woman who is a person of color, you know. Um, I don't I, I necessarily think, need it to be a black woman or a black yeah. person. I just um, want a person of color. Let me get a different perspective rather than all the white dudes that have completely taken over late night TV. Yeah, it's like, it needs to be diversified. We have Trevor Noah, but Trevor Noah is something different. The Trevor Noah show is, 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 is a different breed. It's late night. But it, it's it's not your traditional late night, if that makes sense. It does. It's like John Oliver. I, I mean, he he wins all the awards now, but I wouldn't. I I would also put him like in a subcategory, not necessarily competing um, with those late night because he's he's on, yeah. he's only on Sunday. It's a thirty minute show, and then he goes about his business for the rest of, rest of the week. You know. Yeah, and he goes him. Like I love John Oliver. He goes him. So it's just like yeah. But um, so we'll see if they can diversify it. And, you know, because it is the late, late night, like it's the second category, like a Seth Meyers show or whatever. Um, I, I think, and I, forgive me, I, I have sick brain. So um, forgive me if the words don't come out correctly. But I think that would be the best place to quote unquote experiment with a different type of host, if that makes sense. It does. Um, so, you know, I, I think that that would probably be the best place to get started with, um, a different, a different host to try to diversify the whole late night stint. And maybe ratings would go up if it was a little bit more diverse. Like I like Colbert and I like Myers. I even like Kimmel. Kimmel says some fucked up shit sometimes, but, um, you know, I, 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 I admit I do like Kimmel. Um, his monologues are, are funny. But um, some of them, and then some of them just are like, wow, you really just said and did that, huh? Okay. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, and another show that is going to leave a big space, um, Ellen, she has taped her final show, and her it should air within the next month, um, saying goodbye after nearly 20 years. And I know the last two years have kind of been scandal-written, um, especially after the... 2020 and then you know that that whole big scandal about how she treated and her guests and her her employees and the whole scandal around that and then but she'd been talking about leaving for a while um even before that so we'll see what happens but I also think that it would be a good place to have a woman or a person of color do um besides the Wendy Williams show you know um, maybe take over at the queen of daytime. Um, we haven't had that since Oprah, but we'll see who who they get. To I like um. Spot. Oh my god, what's her name? Begins with a T, I think. Cameron Cameron Hall. Yes, yes, yeah. I think she does a really really good job. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I don't care about Ellen's show. Um. She always just seemed, at first, like, I fell for the act and everything. But then after a while, I started to really see it as an act. Like, it just always seemed so fake. She was always playing a role. It was yeah, her greatest see. role she'd ever played in her entire life. And she did an amazing job playing it. But it was never genuine. It was always a role. Yeah, they say she's really not, unless you are somebody, she's the, let me put it this way, they say she's the epitome of a snob, not necessarily the mean girl, but unless you are somebody, unless you are on that A-list, unless you are one of the cool kids, then she's not the nicest person to you, you know, um, so 
you know, be it he, and, and that's just who she is. And I guess that facade after 20 years or that facade, it got hard to keep it up. Um, and that is a long time to wear that mask. Now I applaud her for it because she did, she, she did do some groundbreaking stuff. Her show at Ellen, um, her comeback was real. The struggle was real. I get all of that. Um, and I'm not taking away from it, um, at all, you know, but maybe so we'll see. Um, but yeah, I don't really watch daytime too much either, obviously, because I have a, but <laughs> I have a day job. Yes. But it's not, it, I don't, I don't tape it either. Like I do nighttime. I really don't go back and try to watch clips of daytime TV unless something big happens. And, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, let me see what they're talking about here or there. But um, most of the time, um, I know, was it the talk where they replaced, uh, they, they added two men, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry O'Connell and, um, another dude, a black dude. So I, 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 I've been meaning maybe this summer I'll get a chance to check it out, check out some reruns. Um, they say it's actually good having the male perspective on that show too. So I'm like, oh, okay. You know, um, the view is just straight drama. It's a hot mess shit show of drama and I love it, but I don't watch it. (laughs) Um, so yeah, but we'll see how the daytime wars uh, play out and who, if anybody, they get to come in and put, replace Ellen. Her Kelly Clarkson show is really good. People really, really like that. I like her karaoke. I like her karaoke. Um, oh, she, has she a- is an amazing vocalist. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, she does. I like. I still remember when she. Oh my God, was it the Billboard Award she hosted? And she did that medley as she walked through out the um, audience, and like she just did a phenomenal job like she is like there's a reason why she's the most successful American Idol and the um, only one besides probably Carrie Underwood who will never reach her level um, to have the amount of success that she has had like just nobody tops that yeah Um, so yeah but we'll see we'll see we'll we'll see what happens um Gosh, I hate talking about this dude. So we're gonna keep it short. The baby is trash. <laughs> Why are we talking about the baby then? Can um, we skip that story and move on to the next one? I wish, but we it, it won't. No, take no, let's just skip it. Let's skip it. I really like I really don't I really don't think we need to give him breath. <laughs> I really don't think. We can move on to the next one. I don't think he deserves breath. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm not in the headspace. Look, I'm not in the headspace to push it either. Sick and tired, and he he makes that list. Um, so ah, okay, we'll talk about this. Did you hear about Rihanna's baby daddy? <laughs> yes. Um, wait, when she do? Anybody know? She's due soon. Probably in the next month or two. Okay. Um, do you think that's going to last? Yeah. You think so? Mm-hmm. You think ASAP Rocky's forever? In Rihanna's world, is forever, ever really forever? <laughs> um, well, you know, he was arrested. I mean, uh, they they going for this 18 to life. So... <laughs> Well, He'll be in her world forever. Yeah, but I don't know. Man. Uh, he was He's in the wings. He 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 loves that woman, so he'll do whatever he needs to do in order to keep her. Well, you know him getting arrested for airport shootings and shit. They ain't gonna help his cause none. But okay, going back to Chris Brown. <sighs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> sometimes the heart wants what it wants and young love and you, you, you young dumb and stupid and you know that didn't last very long do you think people question it because it's Aesop Rocky like because um, I feel like everyone is always questioning like how long are they going to last how long are they going to last and it's kind of like because Rihanna is like on this like such a high pedestal and um then you have like Aesop Rocky and you're like, 
mm, like you not on her level like you ain't lasting that long you know so everybody's like waiting for the moment that he gets kicked to the curb kind of thing like they just can't see how she would fall for him over everybody else that is available I guess no, it wasn't that for me. It's the scandal. It's kind of like the Puffy way back when J-Lo and Puffy were dating, right? And people kind of have the same image because he wasn't he wasn't billionaire music mogul Puffy. He was still bad boy street rapper, two steps from being a thug Puffy, obviously, if you're having shootouts in Brooklyn, right? Um, so I think that was the thing where it's how much scandal can you take? Um, everybody loves the bad boy, but you know, it was, it was one, it was one scandal too many and she chunked the deuce. She's like, I love you, but nah, this ain't my life. You know, I'm not about this. So I think that's it. And the re and so I, I was like, okay, you love who you love. And let's face it. Rihanna's always kind of had off and on suspect tastes, you know, um, you know, every girl loves the bad boy, but it, it was just the arrest, um, for the the recent arrest um and some in a shooting that went down in November um so i i think that i i'm like okay so my question is how many scandals are going to be too many like what what's her ride or die threshold especially with a baby coming so that that's just my question is like is 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 this going to be what breaks the the camel's back does that make sense it does. It, but I think for a lot of people, when they talk about Rihanna, it is the mindset of they just do not think that Aesop Rocky is on her level. So they're like, okay, this is like a pause and he's not going to last that long. So, um, you know, then there's a shock. She's having a baby with him. That's 18 to life. So, um, but even then, when you talk to people, they still have that mindset of he's still not on her level. It's never going to last. Like he ain't going to be able to keep her no matter what he does. And, you know, I, I think, I just think it's because people don't think he's on their level um, on her level. I don't necessarily think it's the scandals. I mean, look at how many celebrities have scandals. And for some, they don't question their relationships with the people who keep bringing scandals into their lives. Um, but they're doing it for him because, they don't see him and Rihanna being, he don't deserve Rihanna. So how you get her? You definitely gonna keep her now that you got all these scandals, but you know, like you said, the heart wants what the heart wants. You know, is she just gonna kind of let people get into her head or is she gonna stand by her man kind of thing, you know? Yeah, you know me, I I can, I can there's only so much drama I can deal with. I, I, like I said, I'm not questioning their love or their commitment. I, Hell, I wasn't even surprised when they were together. Um, I wasn't surprised when she got pregnant, you know, because like you said, there's always been that. Um, they, they've they always kind of clicked. And I think they dated briefly once before in between the Drake years or whatever, you know. So it, when they were finally got together, it didn't surprise me. And I know people don't like ASAP Rocky because of the shit he said about black people, about him not being really black or, you know, just his different stupidity. Um, you know, then they weren't riding for him when he got locked up in Sweden. They were like, leave his ass there, you know, um, because of the shit that he said in the past. So it's just, yeah, I, I think I think part of the problem is not necessarily that it's ASAP Rocky and he's a rapper. I think it's just that he said some really problematic shit said and done some really problematic shit in the past so we'll see um speaking of 18 and life um did you hear about jason's olivia wild are you olivia wild again i am not you're not ah well did you hear about her being served uh papers in the middle of a presentation (laughs) (laughs) i'm just going what did you think about that I'm interested to see what you uh, think. <laughs> just the way just the response that, has me. Although it is fucked up that that's how it happened. So creative on how they slipped it across the stage. And she was like, oh, what is this? For me? <laughs> so she picks it up. And this is how professional Olivia um, is. She picks it up. She takes it out. 
she reads it thinking it's like a script or something they said. She reads it. She was like, okay, got it. Puts it back into the envelope and continues on like nothing has happened. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like it was so messed up, but also very creative on how to get her served. <laughs> yeah. Like, sir, you know, people, sir, you have to give it to the sir, the process. It was fucked up. It was very fucked up. But um, their yeah, job is, is not. To, <laughs> their job is not to worry about that. Um, their job is to get the paper served, and so um, that that's what they did. And the thing is, they were saying, "Oh, did Jason Sudeikis know? Yeah, he knew he was. She was going to be served, but he didn't know how, the how and the when. That that's not up to him. Um, and so it was like." oh shit um but yeah and I have to give it to her because I'm like this motherfucker want to take my babies <laughs> you know I mean it's not it's not as bad as some of the others I think they just have some custody issues that they're trying to work out I have no idea but still to be served during the middle of one of your presentations um at a at a big deal like CinemaCon I would I would have been like oh yeah that is very professional because you know I probably would have been like what the fuck Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, stammer, and, you know, anyone else been like, the fuck? And just kind of stammered the rest of the way through. But, you know, she went on. It's like, like they say, the show must go on. So um, we will see how that plays out, um, the custody uh, with that. I Speaking of Olivia Wilde, I am very, very interested to hear um, Harry Styles' new CD. Oh, yeah, they're dating, aren't they? Yeah. And um, have I like heard the single as it was. Yeah, yeah, I, I like I like Harry Styles, and I tried so hard not to because you know boy band, um, One Direction, uh, they were huge, and but his style, like I like how open and how open he is like to trying different styles and um, different tastes and genres. Like, yeah, he, yeah. I, I like, I'd have to say he went from being like my least favorite um, One Directioner um, to being probably my favorite. Like he's done a phenomenal job on reestablishing his career away from the boy band um, image. Yeah, I love the evo- I love the evolution of Harry Styles. Like I was never a One Direction fan. I really wasn't. Um, I think I liked that one song that they had that everyone liked, and then I liked another song that wasn't as popular uh, as the B side. I think that was probably the only two One Direction songs I had, and it tells you how much I liked them that I can't even remember names of them now. So I wasn't all crushed and heartbroken when they broke up or whatever. Um, but as they have gone on. Um, I, I I think that they have all done a good job of finding their lane. They all seem to have their own niche in a solo career. Um, Harry seems to be the most popular, I guess. But He's I the think most successful. Most successful. His evolution. Um, I love the evolution. Um, I listened to from his first CD to the one that he last released, Fine Line. Oh my gosh, Fine Line was phenomenal. It was great. Um, I think maybe, you know, Watermelon Sugar, and it has some great songs, and I think it didn't really, it got pumped, but it came out right before the pandemic, so he didn't really get to tour a lot with it or do a lot with it, but it, it, but it was still a pop, it was still very popular, but I love that CD, so I, I look forward to his evolution, um, you know, besides someone that Taylor Swift wrote a whole half an album about, or, you know, um, so I, I do look forward to seeing what his new CD will entail, um, and his style. So, um, I have to say I am, and I watched him, his set at Coachella, um, and I actually liked it. I enjoyed it. I, I, I enjoyed it. So I, I can admit that I am probably a Harry Styles fan. So, um, I will say that. Um, all right. Is there anything else you want to discuss on this episode of The Rewind? I know we'll have to take some time and discuss all the K-pop comebacks. We'll have to maybe do that for the next one. Tease it. Oh, I was just going to mention some of the... Well, I was going to mention the ones that I'm excited about. Um, okay. It's not that many, but um, 
God7 hasn't announced their date yet, but they are going to have a comeback. They're currently trying to work out a schedule amongst um, the different activities that the members have in order to come together to at least perform um, their singles, their um, comeback um, single. Um, I think that is what they're currently working on is figuring out how they're going to practice as well as get the time to actually perform it on like music shows and everything like that uh, for their comeback. So I'm really, really excited. I hope they're able to figure it out so that um, we don't get like a big bang thing where they release it, but we don't really get to see them perform. Um, anticlimactic to me, but anyway, go ahead. Huh? Big bang was anticlimactic to me, but go ahead. You were never a fan of big bang. <laughs> Anyway, um, TXT is doing a comeback as well. Really excited. They look like they're on a grown man and grown man um, business. Yes, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about that seven too. So excited. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, Icon is having their comeback on uh, May 3rd, I believe it is. Really, really excited because they're also going to have um, their first concert in like three years. Um, this is their first CD in three years because YG sucks at comebacks, but, um, so I'm really, really excited because I'm a huge fan of theirs. I became a fan of theirs, um, while, you know, we were, um, quarantined. So I'm really excited, um, for this new CD. I like the teaser that they've released. I think it sounds really good. Um, BTS, of course, is having their comeback. I think it's going to coincide with their anniversary in June. It is, yeah. Of when they debuted. Um, so that means June is out for everybody else. <laughs> Although <laughs> they're saying that after BTS, Blackpink is supposed to be having a comeback in June, late June, after BTS does theirs in early June. So, you know, that, that's out there. Um, Seventeen is having their comeback as well. At the end I like of their May. single. I, I, was it Tequila? Wait, what? They had a single called Tequila. It was released a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I don't know about that. I have to <sighs> send it to you. I liked it. It was good. <clears throat> oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I, I have to look that up because I, I don't, I, ha- I didn't listen to that one. So, um, you know, I listen to everything 17 has. But um, so I'm definitely going to have to listen out for that. Um, and then one more thing is uh, Zico is finally out of the military. I'm so excited. Cannot wait for his comeback. Um, yeah, he's like one of my favorite um, solo artist. So I'm really, really excited to see what he does now that he's officially out of the military. Well, that means Crush should be out, gosh, in the summer. Because Crush went in November of 2020. And Zico went in August. So Crush should be out in a couple more months. And I guess Dean will pop up. No one knows if Dean went to the military or not. Like, he's the king of stealth moves. It's like, where the fuck is Dean? But and people are always asking that. So we're assuming Dean has been in the military with Crush and Zico. Um, yeah, so we'll see. But I'm so excited. Um, I, I did see that Zico was officially out, and I'm excited to get new music from him. Um, really quick before we, we hang this up. Did you watch That That by Psy? No. What did you think of it, Eddie? <laughs> That's what I thought of it. I laughed. It was. I, I was never a Psy fan. Like I, I Gangnam Style drove me batshit crazy. Every time that song came on the radio, I turned the channel. Like I hated it. I and I get you know now that I, I'm I'm more into K-pop and you know and all of that, I understand how big of a deal that song was to them in Korea and but here it was annoying it was annoying and so when I watched the video I'm like and I know Sugar from BTS produced it and I was like okay and you know Sugar he he raps he has a part in it he also has a verse um and the video itself it is kind of like a western play it was it was funny like my first and then just seeing Psy up there trying to dance, and it was just like, 
it was funny to me. It was, it was, it was funny. And I don't know if it was meant to be funny. Like I know based on the video, you know, he wasn't trying to take himself too seriously. Um, he kind of killed off the whole Gangnam style side. And it's like, this is who I am now. But yeah, it, it was, yeah. The song itself, I think without the video would be okay. So I'm just going to have to listen to the song and not watch the video. Yeah. I'm going to take your word for it. <laughs> but um, no, I'm not jumping on the side bandwagon or um, I'm not just desperate to go listen to the whole CD. But I'm glad he's making a comeback, you know, um, not hating on nobody, trying to out there hustling and living their dream, living their best life. But yeah, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So. <laughs> all right well um but no seriously we will have to do maybe i guess in the summer after the major comebacks just one of our world famous k-pop episodes talk about um how we felt about the comebacks um our, our favorite ones so I, I think we should put that we should put that on the calendar at least write it down and see how that goes because there are gonna there's some good ones there are some really really good ones so i think I think we need to give them their just due and dedicate an episode to our, our K-back comebacks. K-pop comebacks. Yes. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. All right. Well, that does it for this episode of The Rewind. Thank you for joining us. And be sure to listen on... Be sure to listen, like, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and or Spotify Podcasts. You can also keep up to date on the latest in entertainment and pop culture news as well as other amazing pop kernels of pop culture goodness at the pop culture wind down that's it that at the pop culture wind down sick brain at the popcorn wind down.com um that's it that's <laughs> the plug pop 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 and thank you as always until next time i'm eddie and i'm tammy bye peace